Truma Shlishi, chapter 25, verse 31. Perek Chavhei, Pasuk Lamadalov. Va'asisa menoiras zahav tahir. You shall make a menoira of pure gold. Miksha te'ase ha menoira. The menoira shall be made of hammered out work. Yerecha v'kona, its base and its stem. Gvi'eha, its goblets, kavtideha, its knobs, ufrachea, and its flowers, mimeno yiyu shall all be one piece with it. Mimeno yiyu, if you permit. Vasiso miksha teose, miksha teosa menoido, zoktrashi shelo yasenu chulyeis, he should not be made out of sections. He should not make its branches and its lamps uh, uh, pieces, pieces, separate limbs, separate pieces. And later on, he should paste them together like the custom of the smiths. Shuldir Blaz Lahalchim, that is to Sadaran, Elakulaba, Machatika Achas, but it all comes entirely from one piece. Umakish Bekurnus, and he banks, he beats the gold with a hammer. Vechoitech Bekle Umnis, and he uh, cuts with a, a tool, Umafri Dakanim, Elech Veelech, and he separates the branches uh, to both sides. Which is similar to what we learned earlier in the Parsha with regards to the Keruvim, with the Kapoiris, that the Keruvim were miksha came out of the uh, Kapoiris. A similar way, Rashi touched there too, um, in a similar way. Um, now, in the in this Pasuk over here, in Pasuk Lamed Aleph, it doesn't... Uh, it doesn't specifically touch t- talk about uh, the branches. Um, the branches starts talking about in Pesach Lamed Beis v'shisha konim yoytzim mitzideho. Rashi makes a point. Uh, if we read the verse just like this, uh, it seems like v'sisa menayda zohav tahir miksha tiyosa menayda. And what is the miksha part? So it would seem like the yireicha. Uh, the base, Kono, that's the middle stem. Nothing about the Kanim. Rashi comes, adds, and Rashi says, not to make beautiful. Uh, neither the Kanim nor the Nadis were mentioned over here. Um, um, and maybe because they were really, they were the Chatikha Achas, so at here, at this point, it was all what it was. It was Yerechaim and Akone, the Gviyakav Terebrachel, were also not there. I mean, why would they be mentioned more than the other? But in the Pasig itself, it doesn't say that everything else was made out of one branch. Mikshat Asa Menoido, it talks about the whole Menoido, but then when it talks about the the, the, the details. So that's why Rashi explains that the Osa Menorah refers to the entire Menorah. 
And the Pasik specifically enumerates the Yerecha and the corner, the middle one, Gvira Kaftareha, does not mention the uh, Kaneo, the Sheshes HaKonim, the plural Konim and the Nebiseho that were on top of the Konim. Miksha, Zokhtarashi, Targumoy Negid. In Aramaic translation is Negid, meaning Loshen Hamshocha. It's an expression of drawing out. Meaning that it draws the parts out of the gold, here and here, by banging with a hammer. The Lashoin Miksha and the Lashon Miksha is Makas uh, Kurnus, is the uh, banging of the hammer. Action, like one to one with bang, as Rashi said before. So I guess the Targum touches the Miksha Nagid, meaning that he's drawing, pulling the pieces out. But the real touch, as Rashi says, of Miksha is, is means a blow of a hammer. Miksha means banged. Hakosha. Doladon action. But the Targum touched Nagid, because you pulled it out, you pulled it out with the banging, then you pulled it out. Now the Pasik says, Teosa Menorah, the Menorah shall be made. So Tarashi Me'ileho, the Menorah will be made by itself. Lifishohoyo Moshe Miskashebo. Because Moshe found difficulty with it, uh, uh, in other words, figuring out how to form the Menorah. Amalek um, Kodesh Baruch Hu, so Hashem said to him, Hashlechas Hakikar La'oyer, throw in the uh, piece into the fire. The um, the kicker that the um, we're going to learn later on that the entire menorah was made out of one kicker. So he said, throw in this kicker of zov into the fire. Vinasis meila and it'll be made by itself. That's why it doesn't say tase, but rather teose that should be done should be made. So. Of course, the question that arises is if it's supposed to be made and it's made by itself, uh, why is it important for us to know? Um, maybe for the future. We learned before that you should make the should be, so we need to know how it's made from the future. Uh, this uh, mitzvah that it should be uh, from one piece. Uh, was this also Lidoiris, or this was just for that particular time, just for the Menorah? What was the difficulty? Why was Moshe Miskasha? They had some job of making something Miksha. Seems like that wasn't uh, something which is unheard of, because it seems like that was a craft that the people did. And if Miksha was the problem, they would have a problem with the uh, Kapoidus and the Kruvim. And we don't find that there was that was a problem. There's no Teose over there. Over there they actually built it. And the Pasik says Bufedish over there Miksha Tase, not Miksha Teose in Pasikut Ches. Um, but the um, over here it's Teose. So the difficulty lie in the construction of the menorah because of its details, because of its of its uh, more intricate more than the Kruvim war. Kruvim was pretty intricate itself with the wings and the Persik Nafayim and Lamaila and on both sides of the uh, Ark, but maybe not as sophisticated as with the uh, Kanim and the Gevim. So it says Moshe was Miskashibo. Miskashibo is, is, is this more like 
understanding how it needs to be made. It doesn't seem like it was difficult, the construction of it. Uh, uh, otherwise, uh, it wouldn't be Moshe Miskashibo, it was Betzalel Miskashibo. So Moshe Miskashibo is almost mashma that Moshe had a hard time understanding uh, how to construct the menorah, exactly the details of the menorah. So it wasn't the miksha, and it wasn't the um, uh, the the, uh, the details, but Moshe just couldn't figure out exactly what Hashem wanted, and Hashem told him, Now when it says, This is uh, right in the beginning, It should be from one piece. And HaKadosh Baruch is telling him to us, it's not something separately, but this is what Hashem is saying to him. Um, so, even though the Moshe couldn't be Miskashi before he heard the details, um, somehow the Pasik is already telling us in this point, um, it would almost seem that the Pasik should first say to him, Miksha Tasa Haminoira. And then, if the Pasuk would have said that the Miksha, it was made the uh, Miksha, uh, but Rashi explains this, I guess, because Rashi is saying, that this is what HaKadosh Baruch was saying to him, I guess, right in the beginning. Um, uh, but we, we almost don't have the, the, the in the Pasuk, we don't have the hint from Moshe Miskasha, uh, because he hasn't yet been told uh, before it's said but the Pasuk writes the Rem is right in the beginning in the word Teosa but it means that this took place later we have many times like this Yerecha, what is the Yerecha Zaktrashi Hu Haregel Shalmata that's the foot on the bottom of the Menorah uh, it was made also uh, it was made like a box uh uh, and there were three legs coming out of it, uh, protruding downwards. That was from the uh, box of the menorah. So there was like a, a stocky uh, whole box, and then they had legs from there. But that's called the yirecha, is the, the box of lamata, together with the shleish of the gold. The corner of the kona that is the middle uh, stem, ha'ila be'emtza, Hayorech, uh, this rises from the middle of the uh, of the uh, of the base. Uh, the, the stem comes in the middle of the base. The yerecha, the regal shalmata, all of neidhaim tzoyi, and on top of this was the middle lamp. Also, kimin bozoch. It was made like a spoon to hold lots of and into which the oil was poured, meaning a hold like a bowl or a spoon. He calls it here. Uh, um, to put the wick in there. Give the erha these goblets. They are the sort of cups. Uh, uh, they looked like a shape of cups. That are made from glass. Aruchim. Uh, they're long, uktsarim, and narrow. So they're, I guess, they're long on the top and 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 bottom and short on the bottom. Those are the goblets. And as uh, the Rambam points out, and the, the Rebbe pointed out, that they were shaped in the way that they were upside down. So, um, like the whole idea of the Menorah of the Mishkan, to give, so not to receive, not like a cup to receive, 
but uh, 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 unlike the bazoch uh, that we learned before, which was meant to hold the oil, but these shaped givim, which were uh, just designs on the menorah, so they were done upside down. Rashi says, "Ve'elu uh uh, these were made out of gold. Uh, it's kimin koishayis That's usually made zchuchis, but these were made of gold. Ubeltim v'yotzin mikol kona v'kona, and they protruded from every branch. Kimin shenosim b'makosuv in the number, as the pasuk says. So they would stick out. The branch was narrow, and these cups would stick out based on the uh, size, uh, the way they made these gvim. They were just there for beauty. So, uh, <coughs> therefore, they didn't need to be no koisis, and they didn't need to be made out of zuchuchis, uh, and they were made out of gold. They were like round apples, soviv, uh, around, you know, totally around, like a ball, full of beltim svivis akonahem tsoi. They protruded around the middle, um, the middle uh, branch, the middle stem. Uh, in the way they make in front of the uh, lamps that are before the sodium, and they call them pumils balas kaftorim. These are like uh, buttons, like balls. And also the number is written later on the parsha. How many? Uh, buttons uh, or how many knobs protruded uh, from the stem. And how much space there was between button and button. Um, and Rashi, uh, in both cases, I by the Givim, uh, I mean by the Kaftorim, Rashi talks only about the uh, um, uh, about the middle one. Built in Sivzakonam Tsoi. Doesn't talk about the other ones. When it comes to the Gvi'eh, Rashi says, "Kibin koises aruveilasum is of yotzim mikol kona v'kona kibin yeshikonosim emakosov." That they would come out from every branch and branch, like the number that the pasuk gave them. So Rashi really talks over there about all the branches, not the Gvi'im which were in the uh, middle branch. Uh, but by the Kaftorim, Rashi specifically talks only about the uh, one of the middle branches. To look into this as we go on with the design of the menorah. These were not flowers, little, but they were just uh, shaped. They were uh, draw. They were uh, shaped in the uh, engravings that were made like in the shape of flowers. So memeno yiyu zokrashi that hakoil miksha yaitza metoychatiches haashes. Everything shall be of the hammered work uh, from the piece of solid block. Chatiches haashes the piece of solid block of gold. V'lo yasim levadom v'yadbikim not to make them separately individually and paste them together. Pasuk lamed beis verse thirty two. V'shisha and six branches coming out of its uh, sides, of the sides of the middle stem, uh, mentioned before in the Pasik, the the Kona. Uh, three menorah branches uh, from its one side, 
and three branches of the Menorah, Mitzidah Shainit from the second side. Yaitzim Mitzideho, Zokt Rashi, Rashi says, Lekanu Lekan, to this side and this side, Ba'alachsin, in a slant. They weren't round, but they went up straight in a slant. Nimshochim ve'elim at keneged goivah shal they were extended, and they went up, up till the place with the height of the Menorah, that's the middle stem. Shuhu konahem tzoi, which is the middle stem. And they would come out from the middle uh, middle stem. One above the other one. So the branch, the bottom one, had a longer length to go up till it reaches till the height of the middle stem. That was longer. And the one that was above it was Kotzer. It was a little shorter than it because it had a shorter distance to go in the angle upwards. And the top one, the top branch, was Kotsurimen. It was even shorter than that, because it had even a shorter space to go from the spot of the middle of the stem, of the stem, till it reached the height of the height of the stem. Because the height of the top of all these branches that came out, equal to the height of the middle uh, stem, the middle branch, the seventh one, that from it, from the middle one, these six uh, branches came out. Uh, three uh, uh, decorated goblets, or hammered out, on one branch, and then we had also kafter voferach and a button or a knob and a ferach and a flower. Those were the the knobs and the flowers mentioned before and the givim. That were the designs. So there was three goblets on each branch and it had also a knob and a flower. Ushloishu givim mishukodim and three uh, goblets that were uh, hammered out on one branch, meaning on the other branch, and a knob and a flower. Cain likewise for the six branches that came out from the menorah. The menorah that's the middle, the middle stem, the middle straight uh, uh, stem that went up straight from. The middle of the yirecha and in the foot of it that came out straight. Mishu uh, kadim. So over here, uh, Rashi teaches kitargumoy as the targum uncleus teaches it that mitsuyorim that they were um, decorated, as opposed to uh, before. Rashi already brought down from the targum apostle Lamed Aleph the uh, chay nigid tis avid that it's drawn out. But over here, the uh, type of the word Mishukodim is actually decorated. As you make to uh, uh, silver and golden vessels. Shekodim, they call it Nailer, the Gefer. Um, um, I wonder why do we need to change the type of the word Mishukodim uh, uh, from uh uh that's miksha okay i'm sorry this is a totally different word 
This is Miksha, and that's Mishu Kodim. Okay, sorry. So that's just a Anamaratzi uh, mistake. So it's not the same. Not the same. It's not Mikushodim. It's Mishu Kodim. Okay. So then Mitzion Moikder Shoisim Lekazav Zov Shekodim Neilal Negefer Shloi Shegivim Those three Givim Zok Trashi Boltim Mekol Kone Vekone. Those were the three goblets that uh, protruded from each branch. Each branch had the protrude that stuck out these three goblets. And already mentioned before that they were designed, they were narrow and wide, and they were upside down goblets. Uh, and there was a knob and a and a uh, flower. It was for each branch and branch. But in the stem of the menorah, that's called the menorah itself, is Arbo Gvim Mishukodim. So there were four goblets uh, designed, uh, decorated. Kavtoireho, Ufrocheho, its knobs, and its flowers. Uh, now, uh, over here, the Torah doesn't say the um, amount of the kaftorim ufrocheho. It just says, we know that kaftoireho ufrocheho. Her knobs, plural, uh, and procheho, flowers, uh, plural. Let's see in Rashi. Vamnoira arbogvim, Dr. Rashi, begufosho menoira, in the body of the menoira, that's the uh, stem of the menoira. So there we should have, hoyu arbogvim, there were four goblets. One protruded in the uh, in the stem below the uh, branches below the spot where the branches began. and the three others were lemailo sakanim above the place where the branches came out. came out from the sides. So the meaning of the shloisha, that means beyond all the three branches, not one on top of each branch, but uh, after all the three branches came out from the stem of the menorah, uh, before it came all the way to the top, there were these three goblets um, uh, over there. So we had one on the bottom and three on the top. Beyond that, we'll see in the further Rashi the exact uh, structure, how it worked, and the spaces in between them, and and then we also was going to tell you how many kaftorim de frochel, the two that were in the branch, in the uh, stem of the menorah. Meshukodim kaftoreu procheho, says Rashi. Ze echod michamisho mikroiz. These this is one of five verses she'ein lahem. Hechra that cannot be determined. She'en yedua for it's not known im if the meaning of the pasuk is im givim shukodim that there were four goblets designed, or oy shukodim kaftarev rochel or designed were her button knobs and flowers. So you can either read uva menorah bog vim shukodim that in the stem of the menorah there were four designed goblets, then the Pasik says her buttons and her flowers. Uh, they seem like orphan the words Kaftarov Uh 
in this in this interpretation, because you're saying in the menorah there were four uh, designed goblets, and they're saying the kaftarov. It says kaftarov rachel without the vav, so it seems like just hanging over there. But in the other way is in the menorah there were four goblets. Meshukadim kaftarov rachel designed were the her buttons and her flowers. All right, we'll go back to pasuk lamed hey. And a nab uh, was under the two branches. So after the two branches, meaning they branched out from one another side, those are called two branches. One that goes to the right, the one that goes to the left, to each side, those are take on him. So there was a nab underneath those two branches that came out from the stem of the menorah. Vechafter, and there was another nab, tachas shnei underneath the two branches, mimeno from the stem, that's the second set of two kanim. Vechafter, and there was another nab, tachas shnei underneath the two branches, the third set of branches, mimeno from the menorah, was the nab, l'sheishes hakonim, for all the six branches, hayoitzim min ha that came out from the menorah. Now we'll soon see in the Rashi that well, how does this relate to the Kaftedeho that we learned before, whether these are the same or this is a, another Kafter. Let's look at the Rashi. The Kafter, Tachas Shnei Hakonim, Sokht Rashi, Mitoich HaKafter from the middle of the Nab, Hoyu HaKonim Nimshochim, the branches were extended, Mishnei Tzideho, from the two sides, Eilach Ve'Eilach, from this side and the other side. So even though the verse says, Tachas Shnei Hakonim, it doesn't mean underneath, like physically in space, lower than the place with the branches, but it means underneath, means in here that they were coming out from the knob. The knob was the middle point from which the two branches uh, were uh, extended to both sides. Kach Shaninu so uh, we learned in the Brais in Melechas Hamishkon. In uh, this is in Perikyut. Uh, this is in Menachos Chav Chesomet Beis and Chav Tesomet Aleph. Goyva Shel Menoira. The height of the Menoira was Shmoyna Osar Tefachim was eighteen Tefach. Haraglayim, the the feet, the Haperach. And the uh, flower, the first flower, which was at the bottom, together were shloisha tfachim. Together were three tfachim. Uh, the raglayim we mentioned before, that was the yerecha, what we call the yerecha, and the three uh, legs that went out from it. But the uh, there was a, a perach, hu uh, perach ha'amur b'yorech. That's the uh, perach that we were saying over here that it mentions in Melechus HaMishkon over there, that the three Tvachim, that's the perach which is said with regards to the yarach, with regards to the leg of the menorah. Because by us, there are no perach mentioned with regards to the um, to the Yerecho. But over there in Bamidbar, the Pasik does say uh, over there Ad Yerecho Ad Pircha. So nevertheless, so three Tvochim went from the bottom up till that Perach. Ut Cholok. And then there were two 
tefachs uh, that were uh, uh, the handbreadths which were empty, just plain, uh, the gold, uh, the stem. The tefach, and then there was a tefach, sheboi gavia me'arbo givim. So that the gavia, which was a tefach, was there from the four givim. Because the Pasik said that the four givim, there were arbo givim, mishikodim, posik lamedalad. And Rashi already said there that one was protruding below the kanim, so this is the one that was the below the kanim, and after the space of two tefachim cholok, over there, there was this uh, goblet, which was a tefach. V'kavteir v'ferach, and then there was a knob and a flower, mishnei kavteirim, mishnei prochim, of the two knobs uh, uh, and the two flowers, ha'amurim b'mnoira which are said in the verse, with regards to the stem of the menorah itself. Because Shenemar, because the Pasik stated before, although it didn't say how many, but it did say Mishukodim Kaftereo Ufrocheo, that the uh, design, or at the, this Rashi touches as the, in the way Mishukodim Kaftereo as opposed to Gavi Mishukodim. But in any event, Mishukodim Kaftereo Ufrocheo, Lomadnu, so we learn from this Shehoyu Bekone that in the stem of the Menorah there were Shnei Kaftorim or Shnei Prochim. There were two knobs and two flowers. Levad min hashloisha Kaftorim besides the three knobs. Besides the three knobs that were learned in this Pasik and Pasik Lamad Hay, that there were knobs that from which as Rashi explained the branches went out, were pulled out from the from middle of those knobs, and besides them, there was the kaftereo, pracheo, which mentioned the Pesach Lamed, Dalet, and the Shenemar, Shenemar, Uvekafter, Tachas, Shneakonim. And there was a uh, knob underneath the two branches, Rashi explained that the, uh, the branches were uh, pulled out, came out from uh, those uh, knobs. So the perach and the uh, and one perach and one kafter that were in addition to those, that was on top of that goblet, uh, the tefach goblet that was on the stem of the menorah. The And then we have utfachayim chalok, then we had another two tefach that was empty, without anything, just the stem, gold stem. Then you had another v'tefach, then you had another tefach of kaftor, uh, of the nab, uh, and you had ushnei kanim yoitzim mimenu, and then you had two branches going out, that kaftor, size of the kaftor was two, uh, was a tefach, and the two branches came out from it, and breath and the two kanim came out from it, eilach ve'eilach, from this side and the other side. Nimshochim ve'eilim connected goyvesh and they were drawn out and they went up, uh, up to uh, corresponding to the height of the menorah of the stem to the height of the stem, utvachayim cholok, and then you had two tefach, uh, two handbreadth that were clear from anything, and that was just the gold stem over there. Then you had the tefach, another tefach. We have a kafter. We had this knob, ushnei kanim yitzim the two branches went out of it. 
Then you had a Yenu Tvachayim Cholog, you had two Tefach that was blank. And then you had another Tefach, the Tefach of a Kaftar, of the Nab, the final one, the upper two branches, of Shnei Kanim Yetzim and the two uh, branches went out from it. And they were drawn out, and they went up, connected up to the height of the Menorah. And then there was the Tvachayim Cholok, there was two Tefach that were uh, blank, again. So when you add up all these uh, tefachs and the blanks as enumerated, so from the 18 tefachim of the height of the menorah, there were three tefachim left over. Shabahan in these three tefachim, were the three goblets, and the goblets, as he mentioned before, each one, uh, the goblet that he said before that was in the bottom, he says that was a tefach. So it comes out like this: when he said before that the height of the menorah was eighteen tefachim, he was talking excluding the raglayim uh, and the perach. We're talking about the uh, the the stem of the menorah itself. The menorah calling the stem is eighteen tefachim. So if you make the cheshbon, um, you make the cheshbon. Uh, without the starting after the Perach that was at Yerecha, uh, so then you have um, uh, you have two two empty, not including the stem, the three Tvachim, so you have two empty, then you had one for the Tefach of the Gevia, then you had another Tefach, which was the Kafter Voferach, uh, I guess the Ferach didn't take up much place in the Kafter over here, so it was just one Tefach. And then you had two Tvachim empty. Then you had one Tefach where the uh, where the Kafter was, the, the Nab. Then you had two empty. Then you had one Tefach where the Nab was. Then you had two Tvachim empty. Then you have one Tefach with the Nab. One, two uh, Tvachim empty. So if you add it all up, you have 15. That's why there was three Tvachim empty. And in those three tefachim was the three gvim and the kafter of ferach. So it seems like somehow the three gvim over here fitted in before the gavia took up a tefach, but here and also the kafter of ferach took up a tefach. If it would be the same size as before, uh, the three gvim and the kafter of ferach should have taken up uh, four tefachim, but maybe the size was different over here. Because the shloisha gvim, the three gvim should take up or because maybe they were laid over a little bit over each other, and that's why you can cover them all in three tefachim. Uh, it almost seems obvious, even though the Rashi didn't write that the kafter v'ferach, that was, um, you know, after, uh, on the Guf Shalmanayra, right after the two tefachim cholok, Rashi doesn't say that it took up a tefach, but from the fact that Rashi says that you have uh, three tefachim cholok, that is only if we count that a tefach. That's how we come up with a cheshbon, of, um, of 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 minus three that was that was uh, missing. In any event, Rashi uh, continues. Uh, Rashi says, "Nimzu." Uh, uh, um, so it turns out that it was like this: that Gvim Esvim, that there were the Gvim Esvim Shnayim. There were uh, twenty in total. There were twenty-two. Uh, goblets 
And the reason there were 22 goblets because there were Shemayna Osor Lushisha Kanim, there was 18 for 6 Kanim, because uh, 6 times 3, there was 3 goblets per Kana, so 3 times 6 is 18. Uh, as Rashi says, three for each one. Varbo, and there were four begufashol menoira, and four in the menoira on the stem of the menoira itself. One was on the below, and three were on the top. Hariyasim mishnayim, so you have twenty-two. Then there was a total of achad osar kaftorim. There were eleven knobs, and the way we get that because we had shisha b'sheish zakonim. There were and each one of them had one knob, so that's six. And then there was Shloisha Begufa There was three on the Gufa of the Menoira. So that makes nine. Those were the three Shakanim Yoitzim Mehen that the branches came out from them. So that will make it nine. And then you had another Shnaim Oid Menoira. You had also another two. As mentioned before, uh, uh, you had the other two uh, buttons, uh, Kafter, one on the top and one on the bottom. So that was another two. The minimum kaftorim is two. It's Rashi already said this before. Uh, one was the bottom by the uh, by the foot. And one of them was with the three upper tvachim with the three goblets. Then there were nine flowers and. Uh, and the way we get to that is because there was shisha lusheshes akonim, six for each for the six branches. Each kona had one flower. Shnemar, as the pasuk said in Lamed Gimel, bekona echad kaf toir vaferach, one knob and one flower. And then there was ushloisha limenoira. There were three for the menoira. Shnemar shukodim kaf tarav roche again roche umil prochem shnaim. So minimum is two, and one of them they were together with the knob. One of them was in the bottom by the yorech, and one of them was at the top, with the together with the goblets. Um, and then there's one which written pashed by baloischa by midbar chesdalit that it says that yerechad pircha. There was also a perach by the foot. Vim tedagdik b'mishnah zuha kasuba lemailo. If you will learn carefully this mishnah that I brought down over here above. You will find them, the decorations of the menorah, according to their number, each one in its place. Their knobs and their branches. Now here the Pesach says, Beferish about the branches, shall all be of one piece. They're all toyer. All hammered out of one mass of pure gold. Pasik Lamed Zayin. The Osiso es Neidoiseho Shiva, and you shall make its lamps seven, the lamps of the Menoida. The Hello es Neidoiseho, and he shall kindle its lamps. Uh, so that they shed light towards its face. So we'll see in Rashi now. What is the Neidu Seho? Uh, as They were sort of uh, cups. In which you uh, put the wicks and the, the oils and the wicks. Uh, put the oil and the wicks.
Those are the neiros, the holders, those are the containers that hold the oils and the wicks. Veheir al ever poneho, and and they shall shine towards his face. Rashi, I say, make sheishes haneiros shabiroshi hakanim. Uh, the uh, six lamps which are on the top of the branches that came out from the uh, side of the menorah that stem which is called the menorah uh, they should be turned to the middle one uh, 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 so that the uh, natives, um the lamps, uh, when they will be lit, they should be uh, shining uh, uh, towards or in the direction uh, of its face. Musav oidom el soi, so that the light should go tilted towards the face of the middle, uh, the stem in the middle. Which is the uh, body of the menorah. Um, from this Rashi, uh, it seems that this act was an act not in the Pesilois, but rather an act in the actually natives, in the actually holders in these containers that held the oil. Uh, it's Rashi says, "Misubim klapehem tzoid." You make the shishas and natives shabaroshe akanim. Uh, it almost seems like the the actual natives, these actually holders, were sort of not flat on the sides, but they were uh, tilted um, uh, a little bit uh, towards the face of the menorah, so that when you put in the wick, uh, it will be uh, tilted towards the menorah. Uh, uh, even if you put in the wick uh, straight, uh, like flat uh, in the nair, but since the whole nair is turned, uh, the light would be uh, tilting towards the pnei uh, hamenoyot, uh, poneho, her uh, her face, meaning the uh, central piece, the stem of the menorah. Pasuk lamatches umalkocheho umachtiseho, and its tongues. And it's uh, scoops, the uh, little shovels, Zov uh, Rashi is going to explain, they should all be from pure gold. So before we had the uh, the whole menorah itself, which was of Tahir, that was from the Kikar Zov, and it was uh, in a way of, of Miksha. Uh, in addition to that, we had now the Malkochel uh, Machtisah. What are the Malkochel Zakrashi Heim Hatzvasim? Those are the tongues. They are made, they're meant to take with them, with these tongues, you grab the wick from inside of the oil, uh, to set them in place, uh, and to draw them into the mouths of the lamp. So, this is, uh, the way Rashi describes the use, it seems that this is before they lit, they would sort of dump a psila inside of the, um, inside of the nair, 
together with the oil, and then they would use the Malkachayim to grab hold of that psila from the Shemen to settle it and to pull it into the mouth and the opening of the lamps. Because you take them to, you take with them, you use them to take, they're called Malkachayim takers. Utsvisa she targum unculus and Tsviyaso, uh, the unculus renders uh, for Malkachel uh, is Loshen uh, Tsvas, is a term related to Tsvas, uh, which is Tinalai Bulaz Tsvas. So that's the same thing as the, uh, the, the Tsvas in the tongues or the, uh, that they used to pull the uh, wicks. Umachtiseho is a scoops or it's little shovels. Uh, they are like small cups. Uh, and which with which he he the the Koyen would scoop the ashes shabineir that was in the uh, in in the holder. Babaker Babaker every morning Kishuhumatif as Haneris when he would make good the Neris So that when he was he would clean out the Neris Meifarhapsilois from the ashes of the wicks Shadolku Halilo that uh burnt during the night time the Kavu and uh they now were now extinguished. So he would in the morning he would uh clean them out with this machtisa with these little small cups or uh scoops and push them in there smaller pea into the and then just scoop them up from there. So it's more like scoopers. Uh Machto and the word Machto uh is uh, is equivalent uh uh, to push the rov blaz, it's like a a little shovel. Kimoi, uh, we find in Yishai Lamed Yudaled, lachtis eishmi koid to scoop fire from a hearth. So um, this is the idea of machtis. So pasuk lamet tes. Kikor zov toer yase oiso. That he shall make the menorah, uh, the menorah, out of one kikar of pure gold. Then it says, with all these uh, vessels, including the um, Neiris and the Malkucha and the Machtisaho. Rashi explains, Kikar Zohar Tohir, a pure golden Kikar, Shaloye Mishkolo Imkol Kileho, so that the weight of it together with all its vessel, the weight should not be Elo Kikar, but a Kikar. The weight of the gold should be one Kikar together with these Kaling. No less and no more. Vahakikor shalchoil and a kikor gold, if it's a uh, ordinary uh, um, 
um, kikar, you know, when we use it for mundane matters, for weekly stuff, then we measure a kikar of shishim mona, that is um, 60 mona. Uh, mona is a, um, is a weight of, uh, of, of, a, of a measure of weight, so like one kikar is 60 mona. But Vishal Kaidish, when we use a kikar in, for holy matters, is hayakafel, that was double. And that was meya esrim mona. That was made of 120 uh, mona. Uh, mona. What is mona? Mona is a litra. Is a sheshaklim ba kesef lemishkol. That they use the mona. That's a litra that they use to weigh the silver kolonia uh, in, uh, in 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 Cologne. Um, so that's literally is the equivalent of Vehem Meya Zuhuvim. That's hundred Zuhuvim. Or Esrim Vechamisha Sloim, or twenty-five Sloim, because Vasella Arba Zuhuvim, because the Sella is for Zuhuvim. So uh, that makes up a uh, a Mone. and this was hundred and twenty Mone, or that was the amount. Of the uh, entire menorah, and it has to be exact, not most, not more, not less. Um, the uh, it doesn't say beferish how they connected the neiros to the uh, branches. It just said it was on top of the Roshi hakanim. Um, evidently, from seems clear from the pasuk. That the nairis were made separately; they weren't part of the miksha. The miksha included all the other stuff in the nair itself. Conceivably, you could make a nair, a holder out of the same gold, also. But the pasuk says separately, as well the Those were the kelim. But um, the Torah doesn't say how they um, place the nairis on top of the uh, golden branches of the menorah. Was it uh, welded on, or somehow uh, did it uh, stay on top of it? Pasuk mem urei now see vasei v'tavnisom and make according to the pattern asher atom mora behor which you are shown on the mountain. Uh, so what does he mean? He's he's not doing it right there. Look over here in the mountain. Tavni is the pattern that I show you. So Hashem saying, see here and look at him that I show you. So Magid, this tells us the fact that here um, by the Menorah specifically it says that Hashem was showing him. This tells us in Iskashe Moshe b'Maisa that Moshe had difficulty in the act the way the Menorah goes. At Sheheraloi Hakadosh Baruch Hu Menorah Shaleish until Hakadosh Baruch Hu showed him a Menorah of fire, and that was now Menorah of fire. Assuming that uh, things above are shown on fire, like we said, Lapidesh, everything above Hashem's presentation is through fire, so that's why it was a Menorah Shalesh. Not a Menorah Shalzov, or a Menorah Shal Kesef, or 
other Menorah, but a Menorah Shalish. The Rashi is explaining why did Hashem have to show him? Since it says the A, so Hashem showed him. And he showed him that Vas say what he should do. But Rashi already said before that Moshe Rabbeinu, even after did the A, and even after Niskasha Moshe, Rashi says in the beginning, in uh, the beginning of the Parsha, so Rashi says over there that uh, that Moshe Rabbeinu showed Moshe Miskasha. So then Omola Kodesh Baruch Hu has lechetzakikar laoyel vinasis meila. So lechayrem that had to be done. Uh, that had to be lechayrem a second step. First, Hashem showed him, and then he was still miskasha boy. Midloshn is lefishahoyim miskasha boy, not a dying miskasha boy over there in the beginning of the Rashi. And this is right in the beginning of the of the parsha over there. It says lefishah mish miskasha boy amulak Kodesh Baruch Hu. Hashem told him to throw it into the fire, Vinasis Me'ilaha, and it'll be made by himself. Um, but um, um, how do we answer? I mean, over there in the Pasuk says, V'asisa, uh, and you shall do. Uh, this is part of the Pasuk of the V'asisa. Is when he throws it into the fire. Uh, that's called seesaw. Uh, that means he does it. Uh, okay, it came out of the fire, but he does it. Um, but just how to reconcile uh, these two um, uh, these two things? Um, uh, we, um, if we should say, I mean, according to Rashi Lechera. The uh, Hashem was telling him this right after Yom Kippur, after Slachti Kedvarecho. Tzivui Melechas Mishkan was after Slachti Kedvarecho, so this was done um, on Yom Kippur. So Moshe Rabbeinu was going down from the mountain. Then, then when Hashem is telling him all this, and he said to him that he should do the A and Vase, and he should do Betav uh, Nisan. Guess what's. Uh, it's a little difficult. Here it says Shem's telling you to make him betam nisam, and then uh, we learned already that it was uh, not done. Actually, seems to imply once Hashem showed him the neirishal age, then he was able to vasei. And at the beginning of the parsha, it says they also Hashem is telling it to him uh, that they also neirah. It's not mashmas one after the other. Uh, maybe it's different uh, medrashim. As the Targum translate the At Mishazi, which you are shown, Betura on the mountain. Iluhoyenokud Mare Bepasach, had the Mare been punctuated with a Pasach, then it would have been interpreted Atomara Lachedim. Asher ato marelachim to show others. Achshav shenokot chatov kometz. Now that it's written in the chatov kometz, asher ato more pisroin edat mischazi that you are shown shachene marim loch. Asher ato more that you are shown shenokot mafrid for the punctuation distinguishes between oisel and nasid between the active and the passive. More means that you are shown. Uh, 
which uh, Moshe Rabbeinu was shown in the in the heart. Again, this is all taking place. Lachayra, if it's after after Salachtiket Vrachas, Rashi says so. Lachayra, all this is is happening on the day before uh, Yom Kippur, before as Moshe was descending uh, the mount. Pasukal, chapter twenty-six, verse one, Perik Chavav Pasukal. Beis Hamishkan Tase, and the Mishkan you shall make Eser Yiris out of ten curtains. Sheish uh, Moshzar, uh, uh, twisted uh, linen. Uschelas v'argoman, and blue and uh, purple wool. Rashi said already before that the tchelas was from the dam that they had from the dam chilos, and that they painted, they dyed the, the wool. Nargoman is the purple wool. V'telas shoni and the dyed crimson wool. Kruvim. Uh, they should have a design of Kruvim, uh, the work of a master weaver, you shall make them. Now, the gold that we had before that was made for the uh, for the menorah, as well as the gold that they needed and the uh, acacia wood that the box, the iron was made out of. So those were part of the items that Moshe Rabbeinu said to collect. And he had the Zohov. Uh, so far we used that things. Now we're starting to use some of the other things. So the Eser Yudiyas, I guess the Ten Yudiyas, the, the uh, Ten Curtains, that was already going sizable. So we needed a lot of uh, Tchelis are gomen until Ashani, and these um, these gifts that they gave were already dyed. I guess these were a common. Uh, it's not like they gave the wool and then they dyed it, but they gave the actual uh, dyed uh, blue wool. And uh, uh, the question is, with so many people giving different types of wools, I mean, how did they physically? Uh, put them all together. I mean, I don't know the construction. How you would use different pieces of argaman or different pieces of tchelis? Uh, would it be that one person bought just enough tchelis uh, for all the needs over here? One bought all the argaman and bought the tlas shoni. Um, we'll see with these curtains, the sizable curtains, or it was put together from many different people bringing. I mean, if. Um, if it was just one, then not that many people uh, were contributing. And then we'll read that the, 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 the people were bringing more than necessary and it seemed like everybody was was giving, giving, giving. So, what are the items that they were giving? So, gold. Gold was a kikar. A kikar, as she said before, the, the litra, even it's 120 mana. I mean, for 600,000 people, uh, males uh, plus... Um, and um, and then they had the the, the the half shekels over there that they gave. Uh, okay, that was everybody gave. But right, well, let's see Rashi. The Mishkan um, you should make out of ten uh, curtains. Liyos loy legag, they should become the they should be for him for the Mishkan for a roof. The and as uh, walls. 
mechutz l'kroshim outside of the uh, planks, the planks which were the actual structure, they were the walls that hung over the planks. For the curtains hung from behind them to cover them up. Uh, so it says this was sheish uh, This was uh, twisted fine linen. Uh, before the pasuk didn't say mojzor. It just says as a sheish, given that the the linen. But Rashi says had arba minim yachad. So here you have four. Uh, strand four kinds together. So bechol chut v'chut in every strand that they made was echad shel pishtim. They had one made out of uh, out of flax, ushleishe shel tzemer, and one and three out of wool. So bechol chut v'chut, and each strand and strand kafel um, shisha was. Uh, folded up uh, was doubled six times. Had a arba minim. So when we have four types, uh, when they are uh, uh, woven together, when they're twisted together, so you have esrim arba kafolim luchut. You have twenty-four strands uh, to a thread. So each thread consisted of twenty-four strands. So. I guess the the people had yarn uh, or uh, they had chutim uh, of tcheles or gomet lashonim. They weren't uh, pieces of wool. They were they, they weren't ready. They were just they weren't fabrics or anything. They were just yarn. So there was uh, uh, or they were just strands, and there was all these strands. People brought strands uh, to the uh, to the craftsmen. The gifts were taking the strands, and these strands were later on uh, woven uh, together. Uh, uh, the people didn't have this ready-made. Everybody bought. They brought these different kinds. They brought the sheish and the tcheles and dargomanet laashoni. So, so then the pasuk. What the pasuk means is. They brought uh, the tenyeris sheish of linen that mojzer that was twisted with utcheles with vargomen with vitelas shoni. It almost seems in the pasuk sheish mojzer it was twisted linen, but we see here that's not twisted linen. It was sheish mojzer together uh, with the tcheles vargomen at shoni. Together they twisted them together. And then once they had four for each strand, they took the four and they doubled it by six. So they had 24 strands uh, for each thread. Kruvim Maisech Hoshev. What is the Kruvim design of a master weaver? Kruvim Hoyu Mitsuyodim Bahem. Kruvim were drawn uh, in them, uh, in the curtains Ba'adi Goson. As they were weaving, when they weave them, they made a design of krubim in them. So Rashi v'loy birikima, not with embroidery. Shuhumai semachat, which is the uh, which is the needlework, but elo ba'ariga, but in the weaving b'shnei kisolim, 
on both sides, on both sides. What was these design? Parts of Echad Mikan, uh, one face from here, on this side, the parts of Echad Mikan, and one face from this side. Ari Mitzad Zeh, a lion uh, from this side, the Nesher Mitzad Zeh, and an eagle uh, from the other side. Uh, uh, like they weave these belts um, uh, made out of, uh, out of silk. They call it in, in old French, uh, straps. Now, um, the, uh, I guess the Kruvim by definition, probably means a face, because before, by the Kruvim, Rashi says, they had a parts of Shotinak, it was a face of a child. So by definition, the word Kruvim means a face, and it could be a face of a eagle, or a face of a, of a lion. Uh, on the two walls, Rashi says, Rashi doesn't explain uh, the two walls of the weaves. Now, we were, over here doesn't say where they were visible uh, within the... Um, Within the walls, um, uh, if it was on the uh, the one that was on the outside, or the one the inside, and then with the other coverings over them, uh, how you were able to see um, them, um, particularly the one that was on the inside, um, uh, that was laying over the crushim uh, over the planks, how was uh, that visible? or that could have been over the top and visible from inside the Mishkan and then the one that was on the outside that was covered with additional covers so how was that visible? we'll, we'll see as we go on Pasuk Beis the length of one curtain is Shmoyna Ve'esrim Ba'ama is 28 Amos Ve'roichav and the width is Arba Ba'ama is four uh, amas, four cubits. That's hayiri ha'echas. That is one curtain. Mid'achas The same measure would be for all curtains. They were four, 28 amas by four amas width. Then we have posigimel, And you have chamesh hayiriyes, five of these curtains. Tiyena chayvreis isha el shall be joined one to another. So you have now five panels of 28 by 4 joined one to another. And then you have another that's going to make v'chamishiris, and then you have another five yiris, which is chayvres are joined, inshallah together. So when you weave them, you weave them into this size, and then you, uh, then you uh, connect them together. How do you connect them? Dr. Ashi, Tiyano Chayvres. Dr. Ashi, Toifron B'machat. You sew them together with a needle. Zu B'tzadzu, this next to this one. And you do it, Chomesh Levad. Chomesh Levad, you do five panels you sew together separately. And Chomesh Levad, and five uh, separately together. So basically, once you connected them together, so you had uh, five panels that were wide for each. So five times four makes 20. So you had them 20 wide by 28 long, 
uh, that was a one side panel once it was sewn together and the same thing you had on the other side and then we'll learn later on how we next possible how they connected them with the lulois these two larger panels isha elachoiso they should be uh, joined a woman to her sister but woman to her sister means one to another each panel to the other one uh, so uh, it's customary for the Torah to speak concerning uh, in a matter which is a, a feminine language so we use the Lashen and when we talk about a matter which is a uh, in a masculine language, then Oymeri says, Achiv, a man to his brother. Uh, like it says in the Kruvim, just before, and they're facing one, his brother, meaning the two of the same, one is a Ish and an Achiv, or a Ish and a Chayzim. Depending on the context, whether it's a Lashon Zohar, Lashon Ekev, Posivdalet. You should make loops of Techelas, of the uh, Techelas, that's again the, with the Chalaz the and blood, that was the design of died Al Svas Hayiriya Ha'echos, on the edge of uh, one curtain, Mikotza Bachaberis, that is at the edge of the uh, first set. Uh, so at the edge, meaning by the edge, the last panel that is at the edge. The Chaintasin, likewise, you should make the same loops. You should make the Svasa Yiriya at the edge of the outermost curtain, Mamachberes Hasheni, on the second uh, uh, set of curtains. So you have the Lulois, you have these loops uh, put together at the at the edges of the uh, of the of the panels, lulois the trashi latzulosh belaz. It's in old French. It's called latzulosh shruchim, uh, which are loops. Vechein targam onkelos, and so onkelos translates anuvim loshin aniva, meaning like a bow. Mikotza bachay bores at the edge. Of the set of the first set, but also Yiria on that panel should be Sefer which is at the end of the uh, of the uh, of the set of the group. Kvutzas Chamishis Hayiria Hayiria is Kruyachavores. When we the grouping of the five panels, the sewed together. Five panels are referred to as chayveres. So this is mikotze b'chayveres. That's at the edge of the chayveres of the group of five. V'chein tase b'svasi yiriya kitzayno b'machveres hashenis, and also in that same yiriya, uh, you should do it on the other panel, which is the outer one, kitzayno loshim kotze, meaning at the end, kolayim l'sayv chayveres at the end of that. Set of group of five panels on the other side. Um, now the um, <coughs> it seems like 
the um, doesn't say that they put them together that these lulois were an outcome of the weaving when they weaved it, they made these loops to stick out directly of the weaving doesn't say here like they sewed them together uh, or this is after the panels were done uh, then somehow they made the lulois somehow they made it out of techeles um, they sewed on and Rashi doesn't say they sewed on Lulois Tchelis doesn't say sewed on just says you should make these um, the, the Tchelis Lulois Posigay Chamishim Lulois Tase Bayiria Hoechas you should make 50 loops on the edge of one curtains the Chamishim Lulois and you should make 50 loops um you should make a 50 on the, on the edge of the curtain in the second set the loops corresponding to one another meaning they should be the exact same uh, at the same spots the 50 uh, lulois and it's possible before the Torah just tells you lulois and now it will tell you how many and also telling you that it has to be magbilos that the loops shall correspond one to another. Shmoir, be careful. That you should make this loop in the, uh, uh, the, the exactly uh, in, 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 in the measure. Muchuvon is exactly measured. Have the loss So the separation from each lulois one from the other so what we're really talking about uh, um, what Rush is saying here is that the they should be like every few every space they should be spaced equally from each lulois so it shall be the same measure the same spacing in uh, this panel should be in the other panel so that when you spread out one group of five next to the other group of five, so the loops of this panel should be exactly directly connected opposite the loyal shalzu than the loops of the other one. This is the language of Magbilois. Um, uh, this one opposite this one. Targumo Yishal Nagad. The translation of Nagad and when you connected the five panels together so you have the width became now to Esrim by by 28 20 by 28 because 5 times 4 is 20 likewise the other uh, group of 5 so the Mishkon Orkoi its length was shloishim min hamizrach lemaidov. When you make it from east to west, the length was uh, was uh, was thirty. 
Shenamar, how do we get 30? Because the Pasik says, Esrim Keresh, there were 20 planks, Lepas Negev Timono, to the side, the southern side, there were 20 planks. And then Pasikut Ches says also, Vechain Letzofin, also to the north, there was also 20 sides. The whole Kedesh and each plank was Amma Vachetzi Ha'ama, was an Amma and a half an Amma, an Amma and a half. So 20 times 1 is 20, 20 times a half is 10. So together it was 30. So you have the wall, the western and the northern walls were 30 Amas. So from Mizrach to Maidiv and the length that you would have 30 Amma. The Reichav Amishkan and the width of the Mishkan, Minatsofin, the Dorim, going from north to south was Eser Amis, that was 10 Amis Shenemar, because the Pasuk says in Perik Chavav, Pasuk Chavav Gimel Ul Yark say HaMishkon Yomot, at the back of the Mishkon towards the west, Koymer Ushnei Kroshim Lemekotsois so we have over there a total Harei Eser so it comes up to 10 Amis Rashi says, "Ubi mekoyim in their place of farshim lemekroyim." So, Lord, I will explain these verses. So now, this is how we get uh, the size of the mishkan. Uh, the Thirty by ten. So, therefore, noisen hayiriyus. So he places the yiriyus oirkon their length, meaning the twenty-eighth side of the yiriyus. The Rochboy shall Mishkan over the width of the Mishkan. So, Eser Amis and Tsoyis, the middle ten Amis of the uh, of these panels, is Legag, Cholol Rechva Mishkan. That is for the roof, for the hollow of the width of the Mishkan. <coughs> Plus, Vahama Mekan, Vahama Mekan, and there was a Amma on this side and Amma on the on this side Oivi Roshe Hakroshim for the thickness of the top of the planks, Shaivi Amma, they were an Amma. So before when we said that there was uh, <coughs> there was uh, thirty Amas, uh, uh, thirty by ten, that was the measurement that was inside of the um, of the uh, the cholol, the cholol was out of thirty amos, uh, um, thirty by twenty, uh, thirty by ten. So now we have the ten plus the two of the walls is twelve. Nishtairu. So then, how much was left over? Twelve out of twenty-eight. Uh, amos. So now we have sixteen amos. So now the 16 Amo, you have Shmoina Litzofin, 8 for the north side of the Mishkan, Shmoina Lodorim, and 8 for the south side. Mechasis Koimes Hakaroshim, they would cover the height of the planks, Shagovhon Eser, whose height was 10 Amos. Nimtsu, Shte Amos Hatachtoines, so it turns out that the two lower Amos, Megulis, were revealed. Now we have the Rochban Shel Yiris, the width of the panels. Uh, together was Arboim Amma, 
40 Amma, because each group had 20 Amas, together it's 40. Kshayim Chubaris, Esrim Amma Lechubaris, when they are connected, uh, and each Chubaris uh, had 20 Amas in it. So Shloishi Mehem, 30 of those is Legag Cholol HaMishkan, that took up the hollow of the roof of the Mishkan, La'arkai, for the length of the Mishkan. And one amma uh, was the thickness of the top of the uh, planks that were on the west side. The uh, amma and another amma to cover the thickness of the pillars that were in the Mizrach. There wasn't the wall, a full wall, but there were the pillars, the amudim that stood in the front. So to cover up them was also another Amma. So together we have 32. Because in the east there was no uh, planks but the four pillars. Over there in the front there was a curtain that was spread out that was hanging in the Vavim, in the hooks that were in the four post Kimin Vilan like a curtain. So that's why over there there's no crushing, there's a Mudim. And the Shtairu, so we have 32 out of the 40. So there was Shemayna Amois, there were eight Amos left over, Hatluyim, Alachayri Akroshim that were hanging over the back of the uh, panels, Shabimairif, on this on the west. And the two bottom Amis were revealed. Zuma Tsosi Bibraisa, this I found in the Braisa Darboim Bitesha Bidis. Abu Bimasakas Shabbas, but in Musak Shabbas Sadikesumid Bayes. Abadir the Gemara says, Aina Yidiyas Mechasis Esamudi Hamizrah. That the curtains did not cover the pillars that were in the east. And there were nine Amas that hung behind the back of the Mishkan, the west side. And the Pasik supports us to the Gemara's, uh, uh, to the Gemara's head because it says, that you should place the paroiches, the curtain that separates between the Kodesh and the Kodesh HaKadoshim you should put them underneath these hooks which means that were the hooks where the two panels met but but if it's like the words of the Braise that quoted before, not like the Gemara Nimtzas paroiches meshucha min akrosim then it would turn out that the curtain has been needs to be uh, uh, drawn back uh, one cubit, one ama from the crossing ulamayr towards the west side ama and ama, because the the curtain separated was placed uh, between the kodesh and the kodesh hakadoshim. There was twenty amas for the oil, and there was ten amas for the kodesh hakadoshim. So, if the uh, starting point of the uh, placing of the Yerias was after the Amud, uh, Amudim of the East, 
So that means when the 20 Amas run of the width was over, that was 20 Amas, and right underneath was the curtain. But if according to the uh, Braise, then the curtain started off, uh, pulled over, over the beam, so then the crossing ended up uh, 19 Amas in the hollow, and the curtain was the 20th Amas, so it was pulled in one Amas further than the crossing war towards the west, and therefore it supports the Gomorrah's contention that there was nine on the back and it started after the uh, Amud, uh, the place that after the Amud of Mizrah. Pasik Vav, Vasisa Hamishim Karsizov, you shall make fifty golden claps. Vichibartes Ayerias, Ishal Achaiso, and you shall uh, fasten the curtains one to another, uh, these groups of curtains, by crossing with these claps, so the Mishkan becomes one. Karsi Zohov, so Kedrashi Pir Mailitz Belaz, Sigorim, these are claps, hooks that claps, Machnisin Roishon Echod Belulolashon Wachaverezu, and you bring, you put in um, one of the loops uh, of this one set of curtains and and uh, the in the loop that is in the other uh, group and you connect it with these collapse with these hooks these hooks collapsed them together and made the Mishkan one and you shall make curtains of goat hair. Uh, that will be a tent, a covering, a tent over the Mishkan, the Mishkan, namely the bottom Yiris uh, that we just talked about. Those will be made out of uh, 11 uh, uh, curtains, you should make them. Yediyas izim, what does it mean, curtain of izim? The krashim in noitzer shall idim, that is from the hair of the goats. Loyal al hamishkan, the cover of the mishkan, the krashim lifres oison al yediyas atachtoynes, to spread them over on top of the lower curtains. Ches, pasik ches, oirich ha'yediyah achas, the length of uh, one curtain is shloishim ba'ama, is uh, 30 Amas. Uh, as opposed to the 28 we had before, now these are 30 Amas long. But the Reichem remains Arba Ba'ama, remains 4 Amas, Hayriya Achas, one panel. Mida Achas, there's one same panel, Ashtes Hayriyas, to the 11 panels. Shloishim Ba'ama. So what did that do? Rashi explains now. Shekshenoisnen. Now, when you put their length to the width of the Mishkan, just as you placed the earlier ones, the first ones, Nimtsu will turn out because there are 30, so there's additional Amas, Oitfis, Amamikan, Vamamikan, additional Amas on each side, Lachasis, Achas, Mishte Amas, to cover one of the two Amas that was left revealed, Shinishiru Magulis, Menakroshim, that was left revealed from the planks. And the lower uh, ama of the plank, which the 
curtain did not, this cover did not cover it, the curtain did not cover it, that is the amma of the plank which was stuck into the hole of the adonim of the socket. Because the adonim, their height was, the, the sockets were an amma. So it comes out that the actual plank was totally covered uh, by the uh, curtain. Now, uh, just the fact that, um, number one, this covered up the kruvim, uh, the shape of the kruvim that was in the other, uh, on, the, on, the mish- on the other covers, uh, the bottom covers, but that didn't matter because it just had the design, so when you took it off and you put it on, that was the Maise uh over there. Um, the... Pasiktes, v'kibartes chamesha yiris levod, and then you connect, uh, uh, you join the five panels separately, and the six panels separately. And you should fold the sixth uh, curtain, the sixth uh, panel, uh, before the front of the tent. Um, that this one has extra so the lower ones, the bottom ones they had uh, this covered over on the on the back side uh, but now we had instead of 40 uh, which is 5 times uh, uh, 4 for each panel and 20 and together was 40 but we had an extra panel so we had 44 so the extra 4 uh, uh, half of its width was hanging and doubled over the uh Curtain that was in the east, that was up by opposite the door. Connect Pesach. It's similar to a modest bride, who is covered with a uh, face is covered with a veil. Um, so the word vechafalta uh, means you shall double over. Um, uh, so meaning half, so you should double, and half of it goes in the front. According to the Gemara before, uh, as Rashi seemed to accept from the Psukim, uh, according to the Rashi, as we'll see later on, it seems that Rashi still goes along with the Brisa over here, not with the Gemara, in the Pshata, the way he explains it, because uh, according to the Brisa, uh, there were two uh, Amis left uh, over um, on the bottom, on the west side, because if you uh, cover the uh, Amma of the Mizrach Amudim plus the 30 uh, hollow plus the Amma uh, on the Mairev beams, the top, uh, the, the, the planks, that would give you 32 Amis, so then you have eight left to hang over, and that would leave two Amis um, in the back. Now, actually, this doesn't need can be connected to the previous uh, to the previous uh, because 
it doesn't matter where the uh, uh, lower curtain started, uh, whether that started uh, after the Amma of the Amudim and the Mizrach or later. As far as the um, this Yudhiyas Izim is concerned, it says that there was Chafalta, Zerash says that two of them came over the edge of the um, over the edge in the front. That means a half a Yudhiyas, Rashi says, so uh, half of this four, so two Amas went over the front, Rashi explains over here, two Amas over the front, then there was another 32 Amas uh, to cover the, uh, uh, so that makes it um, uh, 34, um, then I will see what happens with the with the extra one in the next, we'll wait to the next Pasuk. You should make 50 loops on the edge of one curtain, which is at the edge of the first set. And 50 loops on the edge of the outermost cursed curtain of the second set. Yud Aleph. Over here is Vasisa Karsi Nechisha. So you should make 50 copper claps. Uh, clasp, clasps. Uh, before, when we use the uh, wool, uh, the tcheles, I guess the more expensive, and the and the maisei chayshev, uh, and the woven, and the uh, the main oil that was used, the uh, golden clasps. But here we used copper copper clasps. Uh, and you shall bring the clasps into the loops. You shall fasten the ten together. They should become one. You'd base and their overhanging axis in the curtain of the tent. So this is called Yiriyas Oil, the curtain of the tent, because it's the Yiriyas that covered the tent. It's called Yiriyas Oil. That's Yiriyas Izim. Uh, so half of the extra curtain, Tisrach Alachirah Mishkan, shall hang over the rear of the Mishkan. Because half of the extra we put over the front, and half of it we put over the uh, back of the Mishkan. Let's see, Rashi explains it. What the uh, the overhanging excess that was in the Yiris uh, of the oil over that was in the Yiris of Mishkan. So Rashi Yiris of oil heim hal yainus shall izim. The Yiris of oil, the 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 curtains of oil, they're the one, the top ones of the gold shikruin oil. They're called oil. Kameshikosu ba'hen, like the pasuk says, pasgain la oil ala Mishkan. So they're called Yiris oil. The chol ha'oil ha'amur ba'hen einay el losh gag. And the expression of tent, we're not talking about a whole tent over here, we're just talking about a language of a, a gag, Shemahilis, Umesachas, Altachtoinis, that uh, they are uh, a roof over the lower curtains. Uh, so, Vehain, and, and they, the upper curtains, Hoyoitis, Altachtoinis, they were uh, exceeded, the uh, lower ones, Chatsi, Ayiria, Lemairev. Um, a half a yiria on the west side. Shachatzi shall yiria achases reha since half of the extra of the eleventh curtains, hayanichpala mupnei haoyel, that was uh, folded opposite the front of the tent. Nisharushte uh, amos, 
uh, there remained uh, two uh, two Amas, uh, 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 which is Reich of Chetzia, uh, the width that, that represents the width of the half. That was exceeding the width of the lower curtain, since a half of it went over the front, so there was another half that was left over the back. So Mishkon, so that shall hang over the rear of the Mishkon, uh, to cover the two cubits of the planks that were exposed. From this Rashi, it seems clearly like he learns like the Braisa, since he learns that the uh, two were folded up in the front, and um, so it turns out the two on the front, uh, the, the two of the half was in the front, and then you had the 32, uh, which is the Amma that the first one had, uh, the, uh, the 32 that the first one had, now after the 32, the first one uh, covered was made out of 40, so it had uh, so it had uh, eight amis, as he explained earlier, and then the two bottom ones were uh, were open. But since this one uh, had 44, so um, the 32 top ones, the two of the top, uh, the two extra ones went towards the front, folded over the front, so that made it uh, 30, um, 34, and uh, because there was 44, so the, uh, uh, and then there was another 10, which covered the entire back, and by the back, we didn't have to come on to the uh, Adonim to cover it, over here it just covered the entire uh, back of the, uh, of the planks of the, of the Kroshim, towards the back. So it seems clearly that Rashi learns over here like the Brais and he explains it this way, even though Rashi says that the Pasuk supports the, um, um, the supports the Gemara, Rashi learns over here like that. According to the Gemara, um, it, 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 uh, it, it still remains for the upper, uh, it still remains the same, um, but this remains the same that this 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 curtain uh, covered uh, the same thing. But the the language that Rashi uses um, uh, is, is is fits in with the Brisa because in, in this way it was not the two Amas Shoyimagulos according to the Gemara. There was only one Amemagulos since the previous one covered uh, nine Amas in this side because it started an Amma later. Um, but uh, in, in any event, in the Pasik, would means would be one Amma, not two Amas, uh, because there was only one Amma, because this was pulled over, over the front of the, of the Mishkan. Pasik Yud Gimel, Va'amma Mizeh, Va'amma Mizeh Ba'idav, and the, and the, uh, Amma, a cubit from here, and the cubit from there, Ba'idav, that was extra Ba'idav, Hidiyas Ha'il, in the curtains, uh, the length, Mishkan, that should be hanging over the sides of the Mishkan, from this side and this side, from the north to the south, to cover it. They should be for the north and the south. Which, which they're longer, the Amma, 
over the Yeriz in the Mishkan, the lower one, they were Shtei Amas, as Rashi explained before, that Yisruch HaTzidah Mishkan, the Tzorof and Udorim, that should drain dragging on the north and the south side of the Mishkan, Kameshim Rashi Lamayla, like I explained before. The Torah teaches us that one should spare the beautiful. Uh, and that means that the beautiful was underneath it. And we had a cover for the beautiful one. So the beautiful curtains of the Tcheles, was covered by the... And this covers over it to protect it. Uh, you shall make a covering for the tent. Uh, this is the uh, for the Yiri season. Uh, that's from the skin of rams that were uh, 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 tanned with red, uh, with a red. And a covering of tachas skins above. So to that roof that was made out of this Yiris uh, of the goats, make another cover of skin of the rams that was painted red, and then further on top of it, a cover made out of the skin of the Tchoshim. And those covers, they only covered the roof. Their length was 30, and their width was 10. They didn't even cover over the beams, they were just in the hollow. This was in Nehemiah. These two were really one covering. Half of it was made of skin of rams. Half of it was made out of the Eurystchoshim. So in this case, this was used when we learned before Iris Techoshim, and so far we learned about the Izim, that was the Iris Izim, and the Iris Techoshim, and Iris Elamadamim was for these covers in either of these covers. In all these calculations, we didn't take into consideration the fact that one cover on top of another cover uh, cannot use up the same exact space. It seems, you know, if you put one cover over top of another, especially when you're talking about a woolen cover, uh, the topper layer is inevitable going to take up more space. Here we're counting it exactly to the cubit, to the, to, the, to the area, but still we're counting it exactly as if it was laying on that area, but the fold and the, the bulkiness and of, the, of, the, uh, of the curtain of the bottom one should take up some space so that the other one would need a little bit more space. But that's not included here in the cheshben of the... Uh, in, in this calculation. In Parshish Truma, in uh, Shlishi, the Torah in, discusses how the Yiriyas, um, these panels, how they covered the uh, Mishkan, the different uh, coverings and the different sizes. In Pasik Hey in Perik of Vav Rashi brings down two opinions, one from the Braise and then one from the Gemara, uh, how these uh, curtains were laid out. It seems from Rashi that the he likes, or he would go along with the Gemara's interpretation 
<coughs> versus the Braise. But then we have an issue that uh, later on in the uh, other commentaries of Rashi, Rashi seems to go along with the interpretation of the Braise. <coughs> and therefore the Rebbe in Lakutisikas Chelik Lamed Vov says that actually Rashi goes along with the first uh, uh, commentary, the opinion of the Braise, and although Rashi brings all a proof to the Gomorrah's opinion, but that's only uh, for the purpose of saying that according to the Gomorrah's opinion, there is some uh, additional merit, and that's why Rashi brings it down, because there is um, um, some better understanding according to the Gemara's interpretation, but not that Rashi goes with that interpretation. Let me just try to uh, briefly explain uh, what the difference between uh, the Braisa and the difference in the uh, and and the Gemara. The uh, main discussion over here is with regards how it laid out um, across the length of the Mishkan. Now these panels, when originally these panels were made out of the bottom panels that covered the uh, Mishkan directly, uh, what she calls as Hamishkan Tases or Yiris. So each of these panels were 28 uh, Amis by 4 Amis, and they had five panels sewn together um, so that me- meant that now this group, this Chiveris, was 20 Amis by 28 Amis. And they had two of these Chiveris because they had a total of 10 panels, um, so when they used the lulois, the hooks, to connect these two chayveres and these two groups of five together, they ended up having ten times four, which is forty. That part of forty was laid over the uh, length of the mishkan. The 28 side, which is called the long side, because originally when it created, that was the longer side as panels, uh, was placed over the width of the Mishkan. And we're not going to discuss that now. Uh, but the uh, width of the panels, which originally started with four, and then as a group, as five together became. 20, and then eventually, together with the other group of 5, became 40, that was placed over the length of the Mishkan. So basically, we have in the bottom panel, 40 Amis to uh, use. Uh, We know uh, that the inside of the Mishkan was 30 Amis by Ten Amis. Since uh, each one of these Kiroshim 
was one and a half Amis. That was the width of the Kedesh. Um, and you had uh, 20 Kedoshim lined up one next to each other, each one being one and a half, so that the length was 30. Uh, and also, as we explained in the Pasik, the width was 10 Amis. Uh, but then we also have Rashi brings down the uh, thickness of the boards to deal with. Actually, in the Gemara itself, there is another opinion not mentioned by Rashi at all, an additional opinion. When we say the Gemara, we're talking about the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda in the Gemara versus the Braise. But in the Gemara itself, there is another opinion of Rabbi Nechemia who doesn't believe that the thicknesses of the boards uh, took up any space at all in the count. Um, according to the Nehemiah's view, the uh, beams on the top narrowed to a, a very fine point. So even though on the bottom they were an ama, but then on the top they were very, uh, very thin. So that, that doesn't go into the counting. But that's not the opinion brought down by Rashi at all, and we're not going to discuss that. That's in the Gemara and Shabbos, the source of this, uh, one of the sources of the Rashi. But we're going to use Rabbi Huda's opinion, which Rashi uses, which is that the top of the boards, the thickness of the boards, were also an ama. So, the thing is, since we have 40 amas for the length over here, when we talk about uh, the Mishkan, the size of the length of it, so we're talking about 30 Amis for the inside. Since 30 Amis for the inside of the Mishkan is its length, uh, that is when you start from the first board, uh, from the entrance of the Mishkan. The Mishkan went from Mizrach to Mairev, and it had two walls, on both sides, which is Dorim and Tzofen, each one, the north and the south, each one of them containing of 20 boards, times one and a half, each one was wide one and a half, which gave us the uh, uh, 30, uh, 30 Amis. So when you started with the very first boards that are on the Mizrach, and you pulled over the 40 length of the covering, the Mishkan covering uh, made out of Tcheles Vargomon, as the Posik talks about Laz Shoni, the Maisechoshe, the Kruvim, that, that uh, covering, if you started, it covered up till the wall of the Mairev, the back wall, it was 30. Then we have to add one more Ama for the thickness of the Mairev wall. So that's 31 Amas. That would leave nine Amis to hang over the back of the Mishkan. And this is the opinion of the Braise that it um, that it hang that it hung behind the back, the bottom uh, covering uh, the panels uh, they covered nine Amas of the Mishkan, that means up to the Adonim, which were an Amma, the last Amma on the floor, the, they were covered by the curtain. The, this is actually the opinion of the 
Gemara. I just said that this is the Brais, but this is actually what the Gemara says. Uh, that um, which Rashi brings as the second Pirush. In the first commentary, the commentary of the Braisa, um, the Braisa says that in the front of the entrance of the Mishkan, on the Mizrach side, there were the additional Amudim on which the uh, curtain in the front, the curtain of the Mishkan, as the Posik says in Posik Lamed Zayin, in Peri Chovov, Vosis Lamoso Chamisha Amude Shishim, and those Amudim uh, were for the Mosach, for the Pesach Oil. So the Braisa learns that those uh, Amudim also were an Amor thick. And when you laid out the uh, panels, the Uriyas, you didn't start from the first board on the uh, north and south on the east side uh, of the Mishkan, but actually it was pulled one Amor in front and it covered an Amor of those Amudim, of the Pesach. The Amudim for the was served for the Pesach, and therefore that means that you started off with the first Amas and Amer for the Amudim that were in the Mizrach side, the thirty Amas of the inside of the Mishkan, plus the Amer on the back wall of the Mire of the Mishkan. So that leaves you with eight Amas in the back, and the curtain hung down up to eight amas, so that means that it was two amas from the floor in the back. It was uh, it went up to a uh, an ama above the adonim. So one ama of the adonim wasn't covered, plus one other ama. Uh, this is the opinion of the brayse. So it either it hung down over myriv eight amas according to the brayse, or according to the more it hung down. Nine Amas. What happens is that according to the uh, Braise, the um, sides and the back were the same. Because also in the sides, over there we don't have a machlokes about the sides. Of course, by the sides, everybody's in agreement that when you laid out the 28 length of each of these panels, uh, the 10 hollow of the Mishkan, 10 Amis that was inside of the Mishkan of the width, plus the two uh, walls, the south and the north walls, each one an Amis, so you got 12 Amis. So 12 from 28 leaves you if you use up 12 of the 28 length, leaves you with 26, leaves you with 16 Amas, and split it in two, so 8 Amas on this side, on the this side, 8 Amas on the other side, so it comes out that the back and the sides of the Mishkan had the same 8 Amas uh, behind them. This doesn't take into account that, you know, when you fold it up, a folded material, when you fold it over the corners, you know, there's a flap there. I don't know, that's not dealt with over here. 
you know, talk about a thick curtain, and when you throw it over the side, there's usually be a, that corner side, would usually gather, but we're not talking about, we're just gonna assume, I don't know if they made a slit in the middle, it doesn't say anywhere about that, but that's, we're not gonna discuss that and figure that out. So, this is it. Now, Rashi says that from the Pasik, it's mashma, it seems like Rashi is saying that from the Pasik, it's mashma like the Gemara. Why? Because in the Pasik, when it talks about the parochas that separated uh, between the Kodesh and the Kodesh HaKadoshim, which was made uh, on the uh, 20 Amas from the uh, beginning of the Mishkan and uh, towards the Mairev. And from the Parochas till the end of Mairev there was 10 Amas. So that the curtain was hanging on the spot in between, in the length of the Mishkan, at the end of 20 Amas, so that the Mishkan was 20 Amas by 10 Amas, and the Kodesh HaKadoshim was 10 Amas by 10 Amas. That's the spot of the Parochas. And the Torah says that you should place the Parochas the spot will be under the lulois. That is the connecting hooks that connected the two panels, those hooks that connected the two separate five groups of panels, the two, the, those hooks, that's underneath that is where the parochas is placed. So, if we start laying out the curtain starting from the amud, which is like the Braise from the Amudim of the Mosach HaPesach. So that means, by the, uh, that means that the, uh, the spot of the, uh, uh, and, um, so that means that the, 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 the Luloi, by the, by the panels, each of these panels, each of the grouping, each of the Chaveres were 20 Amas. So the, if you start from the first Amud of the Pesach before the wall, so then that uh, the loops where it connects with the first section ends would end inside of the Mishkan, the 19th Amma. Only if you're going to start from the first beam of the wall, if you're going to start to run from there, then you're going to have the first Chiveres ending and where the Lulois connect at 20 Amas because the size of the Chiveres is 20 Amas. If you move up the whole Chiveres one Amma towards uh, to cover the front post, the Amudim, that the Mosach HaPesach, so then the uh, 20th Amma, that Chiveres, ends inside the hollow at the 19th Amma. Uh, from the uh, in the hollow in the Mishkan, so then the Lulois were right there because they were at the end of the first panel, and the Parachas didn't start till one more Amma after that Lulois. Only according to the Gemara, in which the panels started on the first Keresh, on the right on the first Keresh, uh, would the Lulois 
come out directly under the parechas, as the Pasik says. And therefore, Rashi says that uh, it's Misayeya to the Gemara. So, in, one learns the Rashi superficially. In the beginning, it seems like Rashi takes the side of the Gemara. And um, and uh, Rashi proves it from the Pasuk. So, and then, when we come to a further Pasuk, which is, uh, the Rebbe asks over here, right away, if Rashi really is going like the Gemara, so why does he bother bringing down the Braise? It's interesting that during this whole construction of the uh, Truma and uh, Tetzave, Rashi many times refers to this Braise. It looks like that this Braise was a source and, you know, explicitly explained, followed the uh, construction, whereas the Gemara is scattered all over in different places, uh, some here, some there, and it's not as um, detailed as precisely going along with the uh, with the construction of the Mishkan and the Big Kihuna, and you know, it almost seems like Rashi uh, uses the Braise as his main source and maybe one would say that that's why the Bryce is constantly brought down uh, later on also, but, but the Rebbe argues that Rashi doesn't bring down any Pshatim, and especially not as a first Pshat, if he doesn't really believe that that is correct. So why would Rashi bring down here the Pshat of the Bryce? But especially when we go later on, it almost seems like Rashi... Um, like Rashi uh, is going to follow up with another commentary which is like the Braise and not like the Gemara even though Rashi just said that it is the Gemara that he likes the Pshat so why would Rashi go and translate uh, another piece according to the Braise which he just negated by saying that the Posik seems to support uh, seems to support uh, the Gemara's view that these uh, that discussion goes about the covering the second covering on top of the Mishkan that that the covering that covered the cover uh, that's the Izim cover that went on top of the Cheles uh, Nargaman cover that uh, was underneath was the oil on the Mishkan this was uh, used on top of it now the size of it was that they added one more panel to the um, to this grouping? So instead of the other ones being forty, because it had ten panels uh, in the width, this one had uh, a additional panel, eleventh panel. Uh, it had five and six, so it came to forty-four. Also in the length, this got thirty amma, which was two ammas extra. So. The two amas extra, as far as they were used over the sides, as we said before, the previous one covered uh, up to eight amas uh, from the top on the both side walls, and there was a uh, one ama open. But now that we had additional two amas in the top covering, those two amas covered, and they went up up to the adonim, up to the sockets. And that was on the sides of the Mishnah. That's not a problem. But 
uh, in the uh, length of the Mishkan, over here we have uh, interesting, so what did they do with the extra panel? So the Pasik says in Pasik Tes in Perikhov Vav, it says, Vechafalta Sayiriya Hashishis. Uh, that you should um, take the sixth additional panel that now that you put it, you should fold it. It says, El towards the, you fold it towards the, you fold it towards the oil. And Rashi explains, you fold it towards the oil means the half of the additional panel we have it is. So, if we should assume that they put that additional panel in the front, so the Pesach is saying to you that you took that additional panel and you folded it, half of it, over the front. And Rashi teaches that Chatsi Rochbo, that half of the width of that additional panel, Hoyotolu was hanging, overlapping, the Koful, and he was folded, Al Hamosoch. Over the curtain, Shebe Mizrach, that was on the east, the east of the Mishkan, Kenegeda Pesach, which is by the opening over there. And that fold was Doime Lekalot Snua Amuchusa Bitsif Alpanel. Similar to a modest Kala who's covered with a uh, veil over her face. So that half of an Amma uh, went on over this side. So we'll talk about what happened to the other side, other half of the Amma in a minute. But now we're talking, half of the two Amas. But now it says the two Amas folded over. Now, one understands this simply, that in this case, it had to, in order to get it folded over, over the Mosach, it had to cover the first uh, beam. Since Rashi says the first uh, Amudim, because it goes over the Mosach Pesach, So that's exactly like the Braise says, that the previous ones covered the Amudim also. So what happened with this additional panel of four Amis, that the extra two Amis, it was over the bottom panel, plus two went over it. But it started from the Amudim to count uh, the Amudim. Uh, that's where the uh, beginning of the account of the um, where, where the bottom one was lying and the top one on top of it was lying also on top of that one And but you took you folded over so two amas went on this side and then you had two amas extra on the back but this goes against according to the Gemara uh, the bottom parachas never had the bottom parachas, the bottom menchak yiriyas, never reached the amudim, because they all they started only with the kroshim, the first one of the kroshim, and therefore, uh, if this was to overlap, uh, you needed to add an amma first, plus two ammas that is overlapping, so that wouldn't be a half a yiriya uh, that you uh, pull over to the side here, half of the width. So, let's see, does this Rashi really say, like the Braise, against the 
Gemara. Because all what Rashi really is saying over here in teaching the Pasik is that you fold it over, that half was folded over in the front. So, regardless if the bottom Yiris were also on the Amud, or which is like the um, like the Brice learns, or that the bottom one did not go up to the Amud, like the Gemara learns. The Yiris that were on top were covering the Yiris oil that went on top of the Yiris Hamishkan, the Yiris of the Izim, they did go over the Amud. And they, half of them, of that panel, folded over in the front. That's, that's not, from this Rashi, that it says that it was folded over, how does this, in this in itself, really contradict the, um, the Gemara? Because, again, even if we say like the Gemara, that the bottom one started from the Kroshim, and we needed to move up the Yiris uh, Izim one armor further, we still would get the Chofalta. At this point in the Rashi, in this Rashi, Lechayre, it doesn't seem to be a contradiction. And let me, let me try to uh, explain from the, what the Gemara says in Shabbos over there. Again, we're talking about the opinion of we're talking about the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. We're talking about according to Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, the Gemara seems to uh, the Cheshvan of the Gemara over there. The Gemara teaches, you know, the the, the, the problem comes to the. Um, into the second part of the, the what happened with the other part. Let's, let's do first for a minute in the Pasik. The Pasik later on says in Pasik Yud Base. So here we're talking about what we did with the half of the panel. We're all what we're saying is that half of the panel went over the front of the Mishkan, like the Kalatsnua. But then it says and what uh, left over of the Yerusha'ila, so it says a half of the Yerusha'ila, that's one half went over the front, then it says the other half of the Yerusha'ila, it says, Tisrach Mishkan, that should be Seruach on the back of the Mishkan. Now, here the Pasuk Beferish says, that the half of the Mishkan, half of the Yiriyas, the Chatsi Yiriyas, so here the Pasik says that we didn't use up, it seems to say, that we didn't use up an extra Amma. So the question becomes the if we should say that the original 
the uh, cover underneath started with the Kroshim, it didn't cover the Amudim, and then you needed the additional panel, you had two Amis of it, go up front, but you also need an extra Amit to cover those Amudim from the Pesach oil. So it comes out that you only had an Amit left behind, according to the opinion of the Gemara. According to the Braise Lechatchila, the bottom uh, cover uh, also started over the Amudim, and therefore the uh, Yerias, the top one, the Yerias Izim, were only two Amas in the front, the flap that went in front of it. So we had the Chatsi HaIdefes Al Yerias HaMishkon. We had them, uh, half of it was Yerias Oil, Chatsi HaIdefes. We had a half of Yerias HaIdefes. But according to the Gemara, in which the Yerias, uh, the bottom one, started with the Kroshim, and this one went one armor over, and then in another two, we didn't have a Chatsi Yerias So, what's the Pshat in the Gemara? So, the Rebbe brings down in the Haaris, and one more thing over there, in the Gemara, it also says clearly over there that the two Amis, the two Amis that were extra, one of those Amis, according to Rabbi Yehuda, was dragging on the floor. Actually, according to Rabbi Nehemiah, both of those Amis were dragging on the floor because, as mentioned before, Rabbi Nehemiah doesn't give any width to the uh, might of Kroshim. Uh, so according to him, uh, there, uh, it started only, there was, uh, uh, according to the Nehemiah, he had both Amis dragging on the floor, and according to the Yehuda, he had one Amma, the Gemara says, the dragging on the floor. But let's do, do the opinion of the Yehuda that we're going on like now. So that means, how did we have in the back of the Yudhiya season? So you had two Amis in the front, uh, but if you had uh, an extra Amma covering the Amud uh, from the Pesach, the Mizrach over there, so then it turns out that you have 32 Amas on the top, the whole top, plus the back wall, the Meirah wall, and the Amudim and the Mizrach wall, so that's 32 Amas. You have the two Amas, the Chafalta that was in the front is 34. So then, and you had the 44 was the length, the extra panel gave it an extra four Amas, so that would come down flush with the, uh, with the back of the Mishkan. So how would it be dragging on the floor? So in the Gemara, the Rebbe brings down the order, there are several uh, possibilities of uh, either according to the Gemara, the front Amudim, the Kroshim, didn't take down the rings down Nachlas Yaakov. They didn't take the front Amudim for the Pesach. For the Pesach, they didn't take up an Amma. 
unlike the Braisa quoted in Rashi, which it took up Amma, that was thin, didn't take up the Amma. It was very thin, those Amudim in the front. Um, or we can possibly say also that the kefal that it folded didn't fold over over the Amud, but it was inside the Amud, towards the Kodesh HaKadoshim. So, like, you had a fold right after the walls of the Kodoshim, and you folded it over, and on the fold, you put on those beams, which, uh, those Amudim, on which you hung the uh, curtains uh, for the Mesach Pesach for the Mishkan. So, then it turns out that there was only 31 for the height, and, uh, and and 31 for the height plus the 2 is 33 that it folded over in the front so that leaves you 11 so that's uh, for the back so you have 10 for the back wall and one was Seruach was on the floor that's what the Gemara says but that's independent that's we have to learn Pshat and the Gemara like that but the the uh, but we can't learn as the Rebbe points out like the Sifse Chachamim that the uh, front, uh, uh, that according to the Gemara, that the uh, uh, it covered the two Amas plus the Amma of the Amudim of the front, and that it didn't drag on the floor then, because the Gemara says that according to Rabbi Yehuda, dragged that Amma on the floor. According to Rabbi Nechemia, two Amas, because according to Rabbi Nechemia, the back wall didn't take up any space, any, the back beams there were also not an Amma thick, but the, the point here is, in Rashi over here, that we were learning, the Rashi that we were learning, the fact that the Pasik says, V'chafalta esayiriya hashishis ha'mupnei ha'oyahom. Whether it means that the beams were thin, that the Gemara holds, whether it means that it was inside of the fold, in either way, Rashi over here doesn't say l'chaireh, anything to contradict the Gemara uh, because the Gemara is teaching the Pasuk of Vechafalta that two Amas were in the front not uh, that everybody that the Pasuk says the Chatziri was Kofalta all what Rashi is saying is now if you have any issues the issues we have is with what the Pasuk says what takes place with the other half, that's where Rashi, we have an issue with the Gemara, but either way, that issue has to be resolved according to the Gemara, as we said, either the Amudim in the front by the that held the Mosach were very thin, either the Kefal took place inside of the Amudim, but in this Rashi over here, there is no really indication that it was done on the outside, where do we see in this Rashi that uh, that this Rashi goes against the uh, the Braise. and I believe that's why in the Sicha this piece comes in a bracket and in the Ha'ara Avol because at the end of the day this Rashi doesn't really say uh, clearly uh, that the um, that the um, like like the Braise against the, against the Gemara, uh, just because it says that the Vachafalto 
that half of it was used, and according to the uh, Gemara, uh, he says the, um, the the Rebbe in the Pnim says that according to the Gemara, uh, only one Ame overlapped because one Ame needed to cover the Amudim. And since Rashi says over here in this Rashi that it was two Amas that were overlapped, that means that Rashi follows the Braisa. But as the Rebbe says himself in the Ha'ore, over here, Avol, that even according to the Gemara, we have to say that it overlapped two Amas. And as we explained before, it looks like that the Rebbe wants to learn in the Pnim that what means according to the Gemara means that uh, even though you double it up that means half to cover the Amud and the other half that's called the Chafalta that double, not that the whole front is going over that's, that would be you know the Pshat in the Gemara according to the Pnim and since Rashi says two Amas that would be a contradiction to uh, the sheet of the Gemara. And that's why the Rebbe says in the Pnim, in the Ha'ara, that that's Lavdavkia, because of, that's why it comes in a bracket, because of the chat is that either the Amudim of the Pnim according to the Gemara didn't take up an Amr, or because the fold was done inside of the Amudim, and that's why we still had that extra armor that later on dragged on the back of the uh, of the Mishkan. But in either event, uh, in the next Rashi, in the in the Rashi uh, base, when it talks about what's left over, the Serach the so the general, the Rashi over there, the Lushen, we can fit in, especially the way we learned now, that either the fold was inside of the Amudim, or the Amudim, according to the Gemara, didn't take up. And even though Rashi brings down that the Amudim took up an armor, that was according to the Braise, but according to the Gemara, it didn't take up, and we didn't, don't have to find uh, a reason for that. But the Rashi does write over here, in Tisra Chalachar Mishka, Rashi says, L'chasos pays Amos, that that serach was the two Amis that were Megula, that were opened by the Kroshim. Now, the fact that we say two Amis Megulas, that goes according to the Braise. Because according to the Braise, that it started with an Amma over the Amudim of the Pesach Hamishkon. So we had 32 on the top. Um, for the bar, for the and on the lower on the on the top of the Mishkan, in the lower cover for the top of the Mishkan, we had thirty-two from to covering the Amudim, plus the hollow, plus the back wall of the Ma'ariv, and therefore we had only eight left. So that means from eight to the bottom, these were two Avos Megulis. That's according to the Brayse. According to the Gemara, however, we uh, started from the beginning of the Kroshim. And over there, we start from the beginning of the Krashim, and over there, 
um, from there, and so therefore it was uh, nine tefachim, so there was 31 on the top, the 30 hollow plus the Meir wall, and then we had nine tefachim left, nine amas left in the Yiriyas, so that covered nine, so there was only one Amma Megula, so why is Rashi two Amas Megulas? So here Rashi says clearly, seems like the Braise. So this is the Rebbe's point, so if we should say the Haloch that Rashi Paskins, so Rashi learns the Pshat is like the Gemara, why would Rashi say here uh, the two Amas Megulas? And this alone, this Rashi alone, gives us the clue to perhaps the, the answer, as Rebbe points out, that Lichayre, why did Rashi have to get involved over here to say us, Lachasish, Te'amas Mugulas, Amachs Mugulas, why did he even have to bring out to tell us how the, um, how much of it would be covered? Why did he need to get involved here in the Machloikis between the uh, Braise and the Gemara? The cover was left over. Then let us learn like the Gemara learned to cover up one Amen. But the Rebbe learns that the difficulty that Rashi had was that number one, according to according to the Gemara, we have to say that one Amen was dragging on the floor because since the first one went nine, this was another uh, up till nine Amas down the back and this was additional two Amas so then one Amas was dragged on the floor as explained before and that's not Darach Kovit for the Mishkan so this is part of Rashi's Raya this is part of Rashi's Raya that that's not the doesn't make sense that to have the thing dragging on the floor uh, even though the Gemara says that it's like a collar that goes, it drags behind her, but Rashi learns that that's not Derech Kovit. Also, Rashi learns, the Rebbe explains, that the fact that the back should be uh, not symmetrical with the sides, that the sides go down up to 8 Amis, the back should go down 9 Amis, which is according to uh, the Gemara's chat. According to Rashi, that doesn't make more sense to say that it went down equally on all sides. And the Rebbe is Marich over there. And therefore the Rebbe says that although the Rashi brings down a support to the Pshat because of the Karsa Mishkon, that's only a reason why he's bringing down the Gemara. In essence, that's not such a stereo to say that it's underneath the Lulois, the Parachas was placed underneath the Lulois, even though it was an Amma away. It's within the facility. It doesn't really mean that we can't learn like the Braise. The reason why Rashi is saying that Kosu is a Misayeni, and the Rebbe is also Medayi Galosh Misayeni, and not that Zechoche, is just telling us that Rashi says, well, I'm bringing down also the Pshat of the Gemara. So really Rashi learns like the Braise. And the reason why Rashi learns like the Braise is, like we're saying over here, is because Mechus uh, is to cover too open Tvachim, uh, and not having it to drag. Like uh, like the Gemara says, and also not to have it uh, uh, different sizes, uh, the back lower than this than the side, as the Rebbe's Ma'arich over there. And Rashi just brings Mikrazemisayeni just to say that we can also sort of like like uh, like the Gemara, but Rashi himself accepts the view of the Brais. Behemshech to the. Um, Truma Shlishi, the discussion about the Yiriyas, how they covered the Mishkan, I just wanted to add that um, 
it does look at the end of the day that the Rebbe learns the Pshat as he brings down the Sikha that according to the Gemara there was only one uh, Amma that uh, came up in the front one Amma covered the Amud and one Amma was in the front notwithstanding the fact that the Rebbe brings down Avol from the Malakit of the Agodis Mashod and Achlas Yaakov the Rebbe brings down the Har over there Notwithstanding, uh, the Rebbe makes another some references, but the Rebbe writes Vein Kan meaning that the Rebbe is not here to debate right now what the Pshat and the Gemara is. Uh, you know, probably it looks like the Rebbe has issues with uh, the proofs over there, the way they're learning from the Gemara and the Rashi. He says Ein Kan to go ahead and start debating that. He still remains uh, bringing the fact in the Sikha that he says that this contradicts the, uh, Rashi, that according to the Gemara there was only one in the front, and since Rashi says two, uh, that there was two Amas in the front, that contradicts the Gemara, the Rebbe still seems to uh, say that that is the case, because otherwise why would the Rebbe bring down in the uh, Sikha that that Rashi uh, disagrees uh, with the uh, with the Gemara, if the Rebbe really believes that the Gemara doesn't say, uh, is, according to the Gemara, it can also be two Amis. It seems from the Prim of the Sicha that the reason why this Rashi that says there was, uh, it contradicts the Gemara is because Rashi says two, and the Gemara, uh, Rashi says two, and according to the Gemara it's one. But if that's not the case, why would the Rebbe say that? So it means that the Rebbe says that that is the case. And notwithstanding the fact, he puts it in a bracket, and he says, Avol, but he says, because according to the Rebbe, the Pshat and the Gemara is that there was one Amma in the front, and one Amma covering. How that fits in the Gemara and everything, the Rebbe says, The Rebbe doesn't just say uh, that Rashi's wording somehow don't fit in with the Gemara. The Rebbe says in the Panim of the Sikha, what uh, what Rashi's uh, two Amas don't fit in the, with the Gemara, the Gemara says one Amma. And that means that the Rebbe learns that according to the Gemara, there was only one Amma, as he writes in the Pnim, and in Kamukhaimah.